Welcome to T20 Tales. T20 Tales. On a revelation, he's turning out to be an outstanding effort. Based on Tim Wigmore and Freddie Wilde's book, Cricket 2.0, Inside the T20 Revolution, T20 Tales brings alive great stories and events from the dynamic world of 2020 cricket. An Epiphany India production. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1 of T20 Tales, bringing to life great cricket stories. I'm Ranjit Madgaka and this episode is titled Selling the Prince, the Journey of KKR in the IPL. It was so silent, you could hear the clock stick. You could hear the AC's hum. Even the uncomfortable shifting of businessmen's ties. Saurav Ganguly, the Prince of Calcutta, had just been dethroned in a silent revolution. No, Dada! No, 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 KKR! No, KKR! Saurav Ganguly had been pride personified for Kolkatans. A city known for its justifiable pride in itself. And in the 1990s, when Saurav made his mark, the city, once the cultural, intellectual and commercial heart of the country, had been completely overtaken by Mumbai and Delhi. Even lowly Bangalore was more inviting a destination for the aspirational than Kolkata. The city was defensively, stubbornly, heartbreakingly living in the past. Saurav single-handedly had given it a present and future. And now... I'm asking for 184 lakhs for Saurav Ganguly. That's former Indian captain, Saurav Ganguly. That's Saurav Ganguly, the great Indian batsman. The clock kept ticking and Saurav's innings for KKR was over. No, no, KKR. KKR had failed and Ganguly had failed. Three years after the IPL began, superstar and owner Shah Rukh Khan was worried. His team was turning out to be a flop show and Shah Rukh was used to hits, not flops. It was time to separate serious business and fun entertainment. The IPL was serious business and he needed a CEO who would do whatever it took to win the nation's cricket crown, the IPL title. The IPL title. We protest the unjust, unfair and insulting decision to remove Shorab Ganguly from his own city's cricket team. His glorious career has been halted just because a few businessmen wanted him out. We'll make sure that this does not succeed and we'll boycott all Kolkata Knight Riders matches in protest. But despite the furor, the protests and the news channel debates, one man responsible for forming the team that would win the IPL next season sat quietly and waited for the storm to subside. He was a data-driven man, a man who had no cricket experience. His experience instead was in the insurance industry. He was a number cruncher. His name? Venki Mysore. Venki Mysore. 
Research across Major League Baseball teams show that one extra analyst gives a baseball team two more wins a season. That is on average 30 times cheaper than paying for a new star player. Mysore was given the power he needed. His next step was to hire a numbers guru, a data analyst with a passion for cricket. And he found the man for the job, a passionate cricket lover who had just left his job as an HR professional to focus on his first love, cricket, A.R. Srikanth. Srikanth spent hours analyzing, dissecting, calculating, plotting as many international players as he could and he decided what both cricket and KKR needed was a revolution. Mysore and Srikanth answered the simplest of all questions. What is the end of any sports team? And the answer came in two simple words. To win. In order to win, they needed to form a winning team. And in order to form a winning team, they needed to not be distracted by anything that got in their way. This might seem like a new Indian story, this ruthlessness, this single-mindedness of vision, but it was actually as old as the hills. What Mysore and Srikant did was follow in the footsteps of that mythical Indian hero, Arjun. Like Arjun, who did not see anything but the heart of his target, the eye of the fish, Mysore and Srikant cut aside all distractions of name, fame, reputation, fan following and only looked at the eye of their fish, the IPL title. They did not want stars. They wanted skilled T20 players. They did not want a lineup of great overseas players. They wanted just the number required to play in every game. And they did not want to waste money. Every rupee spent had to be in service of their goal. It was performance over personality. It was head over heart. It was data, data. over dada. dada. When Venki Mysore was asked how he coped with the criticism, he said, Releasing Ganguly was a tough decision to make, but it was in the context of a broader strategy. We had to bite the bullet. We said, let's go out and build a brand new team. A new captain, a new team. We said whatever we'd done in the first three years hadn't worked for KKR. It was a shift in focus from thinking about names to thinking about skills. Bearing in mind the conditions we were going to play in, our entire strategy was to make sure we got those skills without really bothering about the names that went with it. Number crunching analytics help you become a bit unemotional. And you become emotional when you start thinking in names. Numbers don't lie. And Saurav Ganguly's numbers were not something you would want to put on display. They were something you wanted to hide in a cupboard. Mysore and Srikanth ruthlessly opened the cupboard and took Dada's IPL data out. The numbers didn't look pretty. 40 games, 15 wins, 22 losses. KKR was third last twice and last once. And as for Dada, his data was damning. In the first season, he averaged 27 at a strike rate of 114. In the second, only 17 
at a strike rate of 91. And in the third, Ganguly's average actually improved. It jumped to 35 at a strike rate of 117. But the decision had been taken. It was ironic that Ganguly was being dropped when his batting was actually improving. But Mysore and Srikant did not take their eyes off the prize. And it wasn't just the math that made Mysore change the fortunes of Kolkata's team. It was also the new attitude of performance over personalities. <laughs> this Trinidad and Tobago man, the magic land. The home of the sea and cricket. You want to know about legends? Then listen to the Trini list. Greatest batsman of all time, Brian Lara, without a doubt. That killer spinner, Sonny Ramadin, another one. The T20 champion, Dwayne Bravo. Express pace bowler, Ian Bishop. And that mystery spinner who don't talk too much, don't reveal too much, who we can't still figure out. Sunil Narayan, they all call Trinidad home, man. Their home. Cricket's home. In 2012, Sunil Narayan was an unknown spinner from Trinidad who had played just 16 matches. But here was where Srikant's analysis got very, very specific. Narayan had taken 5 wickets for 18 runs in two Champions League games. And he spun the ball both ways. The Eden Gardens pitch was tailor-made for spin and Narayan would not cost much in the auction. That was the performance that was required. The personality, the fame, the reputation was irrelevant. Narayan suited KKR and Mysore's purpose. While the other teams bankrupted themselves with the stars, KKR got rid of theirs and instead picked up cheaper, skillful international players. Players who Srikanth would watch and analyse. What were their averages on slow pitches? What was their recent form? Were their opposition similar to the other IPL teams? What were their averages in the final stages of a tournament? What was their performance in a final? And the answers came thick and fast. Data was throwing answers in the air. The average team loses six wickets in every innings. Number eight rarely gets to bat. Brendan McCallum likes to pull spinners in the first six overs. Michael Clark lifts his back leg when he drives on the leg side. One year has passed. Public memory is short. The year is 2012. Saurav captains the Pune Warriors now. And the changes in KKR that began with the drama of Dada being dropped continued. Dada was just the beginning. 18 KKR players were dropped in total. Mysore and Srikant did not let anything get in the way of their vision of the best lineup possible. And the names that followed Saurav Ganguly were giants in the game. Chris Gale, Shane Bond, Brad Hodge, Angelo Matthews, Ajanta Mendes. All players with big, big reputations. They saw themselves quietly being shown the door. Kolkata's love for historic personalities was replaced by Kolkata's other love. Revolution. Mysore welcomed in a bunch of new entrants. Gautam Gambhir, the Dilliwala, became captain. And with him came the big names. Owen Morgan, 
Jacques Callis, Brett Lee and Mohammad Shami. But along with these life-size cutout celebrities were a group of players that were called by the tune of Shrikant's data-driven computer. Sunil Narayan, Yusuf Pathan, Shakib Al Hassan, Sanju Samson, Ryan Tenderskater, Marshant Dalanga, Manvinder Bisla, Rajat Bhatia, none of these were billboard size names in 2011. In 2012, they became part of the side that the city would know by heart. From a tea seller in Jadavpur to a bodhi in Intali, to a government babu sitting in writer's building, these names became like letters in the cricket alphabet of the sports-mad city. Sunil Narayan became the player of the series and Gautam Gambhir the second highest run scorer. But more important than these awards was what happened to all 11 of them and the 15 million inhabitants of India's cultural capital. What happened to them on the 27th of May 2012 in Chennai. Downey wins the toss and CSK elect to bet. Tenor was gone and now wicket has fallen is yet Michael Hussey and Murli Vijay are still at the crease. But an amazing inning, Suresh Rana, he's outdone himself, 73 of just 38 balls. That's a formidable score, 191. That's the score that Chennai has set Kolkata to win. Well, they've been winners in 2010 and 2011. Will Chennai make it a hat-trick of victories or will KKR spoil CSK's party? In 2012, Chennai Super Kings under MS Dhoni's inspirational leadership had won the IPL for two years running and were in the finals for the third consecutive year. Would they make it a hat-trick? 191 runs is what would make the difference between Chennai's third victory and Kolkata's first IPL win. It couldn't have begun worse. New KKR captain Gautam Gambhir was out on the last ball of the first over. <laughs> KKR, 3 for 1, chasing 191. What a revelation he's turning out to be, this young fearless batsman, Manvinder Bisla. Jacques Kalis and Manvinder Bisla have not have a partnership of 136 runs. That's no joke. This has been an outstanding effort. Bisla and Kalis batted together in a heroic partnership. Kalis, the steady one, and Bisla, the aggressive one. In the 15th over, KKR was 139-41. And then Bisla got out after making a scorching 89 from just 48 balls. But KKR fans were not worried at all. There was plenty of batting to come. Is this going to be a collapse? Is CSK keeping up their winning form for 139 for one? KKR is now 164 for four. Oh. Got dragged on, excellent length, a little bit of movement. A dramatic collapse. KKR had lost three wickets for 25 runs. And then, a little later, the South African rock, Jacques Callis, fell for 69. Just got even tougher for KKR. Probably even out of reach now. Hilfenhaus gets Kalis. He had to go for it. He had to go for the boundary, but he sliced a high full toss straight to sweep of cover. They checked for the no ball, but the bowler is all right. Just about a full toss comfortably below waist height as well. It disappointed Kalis has to go. 175 for five. 
Carlos got out in the second last ball of the 19th over. There were just seven balls left and KKR needed 16 runs. Ben Hilfenhaus ran into bowl the last ball of the 19th over to Shakib Al Hassan. That's it for Hassi Shakib. Shakib skies this one. And Vijay celebrates after taking the catch, running across all the way from mid wicket. But hang on, oh, no ball has been signalled. The full toss was above waist height this time. And it's a no ball. It's a no ball. Hiffenhaus can't believe it. Dhoni can't believe it. Vijay can't believe it. And DSK can't believe it. And in the confusion, Shakib has very smartly run two runs. Just a few inches is probably what made the difference between a KKR victory and an unfortunate defeat. But as the saying goes, fortune favours the brave. And everything that KKR did from that deathly silent day at the auction to the brilliance of its unsung heroes, Yusuf Pathan, Sunil Narayan, Manvinder Bisla and Rajat Bhatia was brave, very brave indeed. And now just six balls were remaining to prove that SRK had made the right decision in hiring that data-crunching, hard-headed CEO, Venki Mysore. Nine required of six balls now. Dwayne Bravo will bowl the final over of the match. Manoj Tivari faces the first ball. Two singles were taken off the first two balls. Now seven was required of four balls. And then it happened. The firecrackers crackled off Kolkata local Manoj Tivari's bat. Might be raucous crowds in Bangalore right now, but a slightly tense-looking Dhoni who recovers some swagger as he walks back to keep. Bravo to Tivari now. That's a slow ball which Tivari picks and swings to the onside for four. Kolkata moved closer. Now it's just three runs of the same number of balls. What a magnificent shot. Shah Rukh Khan closed his eyes and prayed. Mamta Banerjee frowned and Juhi Chavla looked skywards. Bravo balls a short ball and Tivari pulls it past square leg with exquisite timing and it's four, four runs, four runs. Tivari and Shakib jump into each other's arms. The KKR team are running onto the field. Shah Rukh Khan and Juhi Chavla, the owners of KKR, you can see them there. They're in each other's arms and that's the Chief Minister of West Bengal, Mamta Banerjee is pumping the air in a very unchief minister-like manner. I'm asking for 184 lakhs for Saurav Ganguly. KKR win. The team that in previous seasons had been close to the bottom of the table have won their first IPL. It's former Indian captain Saurav Ganguly. I mean, this is the kind of victory the city so deserves. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Saurav Ganguly, the great Indian batsman. He has a big, proud smile on his face. That's the CEO of KKR. Venki Maiso shakes the hands with his own team, the management team of KKR. He needs a lot of credit for having the courage to make this brave new team. And he stands vindicated by taking very, very difficult decisions. Finally, they've done it. KKR win the IPL title. And so KKR made discoveries. New discoveries. They got a team of little-known players who are stars now. Sunil Narayan, Andre Russell, Chris Lin, Shakib Al-Hassan. These were not big names then. 
but they were players who in one year's time would get Shah Rukh dancing with the Chief Minister of West Bengal as KKR lifted the IPL trophy. The last would come first. The East would win over the rest and the crisis over Ganguly would be forgotten. In 2012, there were no street protests, no threats, no furious stories in the press. Kolkata would win their first IPL and Saurav Ganguly would graciously say, my sixth sense said that KKR would win this time. In sport, there are several winning moments. I see them with KKR. KKR was destined to win. That concludes this episode of T20 Tales, Selling the Prince, Data versus Dada. Join us next Saturday for the next episode of T20 Tales. If you like our show, please give us a 5-star rating and review and be sure to tell your friends about T20 Tales. Follow T20 Tales on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening to it right now. All the material for this podcast has been adapted from the book Cricket 2.0 written by Tim Wigmore and Freddie Wilde. I'm your host and writer Ranjit Madgavkar. Sound designed by Kandar Prelhan at Epiphany India Studios. Prashant Singh is our associate producer. T20 Tales has been created by Epiphany India.